Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. Welcome again to Cruise Radio. I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. This week we talked to Suzanne, founder of cruisetalk.org, about her experience on celebrity cruises. Travel agent Stephanie talks to us about hot travel trends of the new year. And in Cruise News, find out the latest on the woman who jumped overboard on the Monarch of the Seas. But first, Stuart the Cruise Guy joins us once again. You can find him at cruiseguy.com, and he's got some incredible cruise deals a little bit later on in the interview. But first, uh, Stuart, wave season is upon us. And for those who don't know, what is wave season? Well, wave season is a uh, an outdated, antiquated uh, industry jargon term uh, from uh, almost 10 years ago. But what it means was that by the end of March, 75% of that calendar year's uh, bookings will have been made. So the, the cabins for the, you know, 75% of the um, cabins will have been filled by the end of March. Uh. And it really would have picked up. Uh, the booking pace would have picked up around uh, the second Sunday of January. So if you want to book, is wave season the time to book your cruise for the summertime? That, well, I mean, the sooner the better. Mm-hmm. And what I what I caution people, uh, guys on, is that uh, watch out for the whoopee-doo sales. <laughs> right. and, and what I'm talking about are, are sales where the price of the cruise may, may seem high, and they may be trying to entice you with a you know, a two-category upgrade and a $50 shipboard credit. Mm-hmm. Big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, depending on when you book the reservation, if the sailing, if the, let's say the cabin is is $1,200 per person too too high, uh, then, you know, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense that, uh, you know, you're going to get uh, a $50 shipboard credit. Um, you know, you want to be able to book when the iron's hot for the, for the itinerary that you're looking to, to book. Now, families, for example, don't have the luxury of waiting because they need specific cabin types and they need locations. They, they, they need, there are cabins that, let's say, could have adjoining cabins, which means that uh, there's an interior door. Uh, they want balconies. They want to be next door to each other. They want to be near the kids' club or, you know, they just want to be on a certain area of the ship or, let, let's say, they need cabins that can accommodate three, four, or five people in a room. And those cabin types become uh, at a premium because what happens is as you get closer to the sailing or the bookings start coming in, the cruise lines start to uh, block off or uh, block off those types of cabins, which means there's a, uh, a double occupancy restriction, which means instead of getting four people in a room, you'll have to have, the, you can only put two people in a room, mm. which would require you to book two cabins, which could increase the price of your cruise uh, about 60%. We're talking to Stuart, the cruise guy, found at cruiseguy.com. Stuart, when booking your cruise, give us some of the inside tips. I'd say that the first one is is be flexible with your dates because cruise prices may vary by the actual sailing date. So you could check, you know, check the week before, check the, you know, a couple weeks after and you may find out that the sailing right after yours may be $1100 or you know, it could be $1000 less by by, you know, being flexible with your uh your booking dates. Another one is um always use a cruise agent, never book direct. And what I mean is, you know, there isn't one advantage of booking direct with the cruise line. You're not saving any money. You're not getting any preferential treatment. You're not going to get uh, your preferred dining time. And you're not going to get the objective advice that an agent will give you. Another one is uh, research online, but don't book online. Mm-hmm. Because you're never going to be sure you're going to get the best deal. 
deals that are not available online could be resident discounts. They could right. be senior discounts or could be military discounts. And there could be a discount because the cow jumped over the moon. You could wind up, well, I, look, I found this deal online. I thought it was a great deal, but you may have gotten, you may not have gotten the best ship at the best price. And I could tell you last week I had some people that, uh, you know, had sent me an email and they had booked uh, a cabin. Luckily, they were able to cancel it because we were able to find them a significantly better ship. And they went from an ocean view to a balcony cabin. And it was $50 less per person. Stuart the Cruise Guy is going to be back with us at the end of the show to reveal some really hot deals. Suzanne Clausen is the founder of CruiseTalk.org and is very familiar with celebrity cruises. She joins us now. Welcome to Cruise Radio, Suzanne. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. First question, how many celebrity cruises have you been on? Uh, you can name the ships and, and uh, where they went out of. Six celebrity cruises since 1993. Our very first one was on the Mercury to the Mexican Riviera from San Diego. Mm-hmm. Two years later, we went on the Infinity. It was a round trip to Hawaii from San Diego. Mm-hmm. And then um, we went on the Mercury again to Alaska uh, from Vancouver. Then last year, we took the Summit on the Transatlantic from um, Barcelona to San Juan. Nice. And then just a month ago, we took the Solstice on the Transatlantic from uh, Civica Vecchia, Rome, to uh, Fort Lauderdale. And what type of clientele do you find on Celebrity Cruises? Well, you know, it's been kind of interesting because I think there's a wide variety that, that go on Celebrity, but I would say most of the people are what I would call younger retirees, like in the 55 to 75 age group. Mm-hmm. And then there's also quite a few working adults, like in the 40 to 60 um, age range. Then you have a few 80-plus passengers, and some families, um, there's not a whole lot of families, at least in the times that we've gone, because we've, actually in Alaska, there were more families because it was during the summer, but the other times have been when normally schools are in session, so not a lot of families. But at holidays, they, there tend to be more. I would say this, probably the smallest group is the young adults, the, the 20 to 35-year-olds. There's a couple honeymooners and maybe some young people, but not a, not a big crowd in that age group. Different cruise lines spend their money on different things. For example, Carnival is known for spending a lot of its money on the food and entertainment. I think Royal Caribbean spends a lot of it on the ships themselves. What what would you say Celebrity spends their money on, and and what is your favorite part about Celebrity? Hard hard to explain. It's sort of like they have this relaxed, sophisticated, quiet atmosphere, Mm -hmm. but there's lots of things to do. But I think they, they do a really good job with the food, and with service, it seems like on any cruise that I've been on, any little detail that I've inquired about or had a question or a favor or something, they they took care of it. Um, on my very first cruise on the Mercury, I'm a big karaoke singer. I love to go to karaoke. And they had the karaoke nights on formal nights, and we had our late show um, on formal nights. So I told the cruise director, I said, it's going to be hard for me to get there and pick out a song if we go to the late show. And he said, well, how about if I send our karaoke songbook down to your room and you can pick a show out, a song out during the day? So I just thought that was great. I mean, that he was just like, yeah, whatever you need, I'll send it to you. And then on this last cruise on the solstice, um, we met, we just had to mention that we liked the really nice Riedel wine glasses. Right. And Somalia brought them every night for us to have our wine out of at dinner time. Nice. Tell us about the onboard dining. It has been especially good on this last cruise. I mean, it's always been really good, but on the solstice, 
it was absolutely fabulous. I mean, I was trying to think, what did we have to eat? And it was so good. And we had Chateaubriand, Beef Wellington, Escargot. They did a really unique presentation with the frog legs. They made buffalo-style frog legs. It was like a buffalo wing, hmm. but it was frog legs. They have French onion soup that you can have every night, and it's always topped with the little crostini and the cheese. They had a lot of seafood that was good, um, like seafood and pasta. They had turkey parmesan. They had a chicken breast that was wrapped in prosciutto and sauteed. I mean, just a lot of really innovative presentations and, and really good food that had a broad appeal. I mean, I think the taste of the food would appeal to most people. It wasn't so different, that, it, but it was flavorful and fresh and lots of plenty of spice. I, I didn't notice it being extremely bland. I mean, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. the food on this last cruise. What about the entertainment? Every cruise has kind of been a little bit different, and I would say every other cruise there have been some things that were really good in the entertainment and some things that were um, areas where they could improve. But our very first Mercury cruise, we loved every single production show. We thought they were absolutely fabulous. And the following year, we went on the Infinity, and again, we thought the production shows were fabulous. Well, we went back on the Mercury, and I think it was, just a, it was the same shows we had seen before. So, because uh, the Mercury class ships have a set of shows, the Infinity's class ships have a set of shows, and the Solstice class of ships have a set of shows. They each have a different production company that puts them together. So, if you go on the three different classes of ships, you're going to see three completely different sets of shows. On the Summit last year, there were two that I thought were kind of okay, and then they blew me away with the Broadway show. I thought it was fabulous. But on this Solstice, I couldn't believe the variety of entertainment they had on this ship. Suzanne, in closing here, do you have any tips for first-time cruisers on Celebrity? Either get a knowledgeable travel agent or do a lot of research yourself so that you make sure that you know that the cruise line you're selecting is what's going to meet your needs. When you're on the cruise, go with the flow. Don't be a whiner and complainer. Because <laughs> um, 99% of your cruise is going to be fantastic. Don't let that one little thing that goes wrong and don't, don't be crabby and be nice and be kind to people who are helping you because they will be three times as nice back. Oh, pack a carry-on. <laughs> Always pack a carry-on with the things that you could not live without for a week because something could happen with your luggage. If you, and I don't know if we can bring them on the airplane, but I always pack that essential bag. I carry it on the airplane. I carry it onto the cruise ship. And then I let the checked luggage go in. Never had a problem, but I, you know, I'm, I'm prepared if, if something was to ever happen. Suzanne Clausen, founder of CruiseTalk.org. Thank you for talking to us. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. I, I enjoyed doing it. This is your cruise news. The Coast Guard called off its search Saturday for a passenger who went overboard at about 4 a.m. Thursday. Royal Caribbean's Monarch of the Seas was headed from Port Canaveral, Florida to the Bahamas when a man reported his wife missing. The ship's surveillance revealed that the 23-year-old woman jumped from the 12th deck, which is the ship's highest deck where the jogging track is located. According to published reports in India, where the couple is from, The woman's family alleged she was the victim of ongoing domestic violence, and they believe that is what drove her to end her life. When Seattle-based Cruise West said it was going to offer a cruise around the world, it meant it. According to AOL, beginning in March, the company's 4,500-ton, 120-passenger ship, Spirit of Oceanus, will embark on a 335-night cruise that will circumnavigate the Earth, stopping at 242 ports in 59 countries and six continents. 
Cruise West, primarily known for more than 60 years as a small ship Alaska and Mexico cruise line, decided to make the trip around the world as a way to combat the struggling economy. For those who can't make the entire trip, Cruise West is offering passengers the chance to travel on each chapter separately, with those mini cruises consisting of nine and ten night trips. For more news, go to cruiseradio.net. Going to Orlando, Florida? Need a place to stay? Doug's got a hot pick. We're here at the Staybridge Suites on International Drive in Orlando, Florida with Keith Batonyak, Director of Sales. Now, Keith, one thing I have to say about this property, it was very clean. The first thing I noticed when I came in was the awards on the wall. Uh, what's a little bit about that? Um, well, Staybridge Suites is the all-suites division for Intercontinental Hotels. So we have some various different awards. One's for our Priority Club program, which is our um, company-wide guest loyalty program. Um, and it's won awards you know, throughout the years for different... Um, things where you can redeem points and get free stays as well as merchandise. It's really something to reward loyal guests that stay at Intercontinental Properties throughout um, the country. We also have one um, from Disney um, where we were awarded um, a Disney Good Neighbor Hotel program. And the Good Neighbor program tells us that we're a Disney-affiliated property. We meet Disney standards, that we work with Disney. We provide shuttle transportation to them, that we're a good working partner. And they come in um, various times and do quality audits of the hotel as well and you know approve it. So we're very proud of our awards. Speaking of uh, shuttle service and Disney parks, Orlando seems to be like the mecca for theme parks. Now, do you provide transportation just to Disney? or to uh, like, uh, Universal as well? Um, well, we have two properties. Um, the property here on International Drive provides transportation to Walt Disney World, SeaWorld, and Universal Studios. Our Lake Buena Vista property provides more shuttle runs, but they only go to the four Disney parks, and that's just due to location of where the two properties are at. Right. Now, are those shuttle runs complimentary? The shuttle runs are complimentary for everybody in the hotel. This is a really kid-friendly property. Uh, what amenities do you have here that are geared especially towards the kids? On property, our suites are very large and spacious, you know, we have separate living rooms and bedrooms with separate TVs so kids can watch what they want, parents can watch what they want. Um, we have a heated pool and jacuzzi on property, um, which kids really love. Free wireless internet. We have a game room on property. As well as, I think, the attraction of being right next, uh, right by Walt Disney World is enough to keep all kids happy. Do you actually sell park tickets here? That's one of the things that we um, do as a good neighbor hotel. We have um, a guest services desk at each property, which can sell theme park tickets. And on our website, we also have various specials, which include theme park tickets. And what kind of suites are available? We have one-bedroom and two-bedroom suites at both hotels. Okay. Um, a one-bedroom suite always sleeps up to four people. It has a master bedroom and a living room and a full kitchen. Uh, and a two-bedroom suite has two bedrooms and a living room to it. Um, two-bedroom suites, there's a couple different layouts with bedrooms mm-hmm. um, to them, but they either sleep six or eight people. Okay. Um, and a one-bedroom suite always sleeps up to four. Now, do you offer any Florida resident rates for here at this property? Oh, yeah. We offer extensive um, discounts for Florida residents. On our website, um, we have a spot dedicated for Florida residents. We offer special discounts and promotions for Florida residents. Um, We also sell the Disney three-day play ticket, which is exclusive um, for Florida residents, which offers um, extreme discounted um, um, prices on tickets. And we also have an e-savers program where people can sign up and get emails from us. And sometimes the discounts over some periods are extremely, um, give extreme discounts on the hotel. Um, We have lots of people signing up so that's also a part you can sign up on the website and give us that web address one more time sborlando.com sborlando.com correct stephanie is a home-based travel agent with over 16 years experience and specializes in mexican and caribbean travel all-inclusive properties destination weddings and family travel 
Her site is traveldesigned.com. Stephanie, thanks for being with us. Why use a travel agent? One, travel agents take all the stress out of travel planning. And that if you don't have the time uh, to invest and sort out all the offers, of course, a travel agent... That's what we know. We know who the reputable companies are. We know who your travel should be booked with. And so we can alleviate a lot of those kinds of things. A lot of times travel agents have uh, agreements with the hotels for, you know, little freebies or upgrades, which can really benefit the traveler. The last few days, if you've been uh, traveling, you would have wished you'd had a travel agent because with all the canceled flights and all the crazy um, things going on with the TSA, you'd wish that you'd had somebody that you could just pick up the phone and get to and get some definite answers from. Which leads me to the next question. In the wake of the recent Northwest Airlines bomb attempt, are there any new security measures we need to be aware of other than the usual longer lines, et cetera? You know, that's an ongoing and every, every day things are changing and the TSA has been in my opinion, very evasive about answering the questions to help alleviate some of the fears that the leisure travelers, you know, may have. They're not used to all the security that's going on. But um, I was watching uh, Peter S. Greenberg on the uh, CBS Morning Show the other day, and he had an excellent idea. Um, He said, why not just empty all your pockets before you even go to the airport, take off your watch and put it in a Ziploc bag. Put that Ziploc bag in your carry-on and then just, you know, let it go through the security. You basically just have your clothes on. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, and don't have a belt on. Anything, you know, because the metal detectors are going to be set ultra high. Yeah. Amen and so, to all that. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, d- take all of that kind of stuff off, put it in the carry-on. Then once you get on the other side of the carry-on or uh, other side of the security, <laughs> you can go ahead, put your change in your pocket, put your watch back on your belt. Yeah. Well, I mean, in an ideal world, everyone would do that. But, of course, you're always going to get stuck by that one person. So with all the buzz created by the Carnival Dream and Oasis of the Seas, are a lot of folks actually biting onto that hype and booking on those ships? I haven't seen any change in my cruise clients, although um, there is some very attractive pricing on the Carnival Dream. Um, I just think that there's so many cruise ships out there and so many deals that it's kind of hard to see anybody gravitating towards any one particular ship. Very good. Now, if you'd like to use Stephanie as your travel agent, you can find her at TravelDesigned.com or follow her on Twitter at TravelDesigned. Stephanie, thank you so much for spending time with us. You're welcome. Anytime. Howard Moses is the founder of ThemeCruiseFinder.com and joins us now. Howard, welcome to Cruise Radio. Thanks for having me. Now, if you're thinking about going on a theme cruise, what are the deciding factors and who, who goes on these? Well, it's really anybody who's passionate about a subject. Uh, this is a really fast-growing area of travel these days. And we find that, that, you know, really from birding to music to politics to running, uh, quilting, I mean, there's just a, the, the gamut is, is amazing, uh, the amount of trips that are out there. Uh, the people who are going tend not to be cruisers, per se, oddly enough. They're, 
They are people who are really interested in the subject matter, and the venue happens to take place on a cruise ship. So what you find is people, in many instances, who've never set foot on a ship before, uh, who may not have ever even considered going on a ship before, but because this topic was something that was very interesting to them, uh, they said, well, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll give this a try and see what it's all about. What are the more popular theme cruises? There are, there are so many out there. Uh, our site lists somewhere in the neighborhood of six to 700. The music cruises and the religious cruises tend to be the ones with just the absolute greatest numbers. Uh, there's an organization uh, called Six Man that puts on five or six major ship charters a year. They do a really fantastic job. There's any number of religious charters that are out there put on by some of the mega churches around the country. Those tend to be very, very popular. Uh, financial uh, seminar type events are very popular. So those are the ones that really jump out as, as being uh, the ones that attract a really huge number. Okay, so I've got to ask you, what are some of the more unusual themed cruises? We've had dog uh, uh, canine cruises. There's a clown college cruise. Of course, you get into some of the alternative lifestyle events, and there's a, a number of, of um, nudist cruises. There's a lot of gay and lesbian charters that go on. There's swingers cruises, which always attract a lot of attention. And probably the one that got the most attention from everybody this year was the uh, the Cougar, the first annual Cougar cruise. See, I'd be interested in the gay clown swinger Cougar <laughs> cruise who's into quilting. I'm guessing that there's probably somewhere as a travel agency who'd be willing to take a try on something like that. Excellent. The uh, website, if you're interested, is themecruisefinder.com. Founder, Howard Moses. Thank you so much for talking to us. Thanks for having me. All right, Stuart, the cruise guy is back with us, and he's got something that I'm sure you're going to want to hear. What are some of the hot deals out right now? Right now, we're, we're in the beginning of the uh, South America cruise itineraries and uh, celebrities got a great one for march 14th it's a 14-night cruise from santiago chile so you'd fly down to santiago catch the ship in valparaiso so you'll go up the west uh, coast of uh, south america through the panama canal into fort lauderdale it's a 14-night cruise with air from fifteen hundred sixteen hundred and sixty eight dollars per person that's insane it's unbelievably cheap because typically you couldn't get a south america cruise for less than two thousand yeah. dollars uh to begin with and you know some some, some deals closer to home uh carnival dream uh out of canaveral uh the, their carnival's newest and largest ship is doing well uh prices from uh 659 dollars mm. but uh you want to see the the least expensive deals you're going to head down to fort lauderdale and miami uh princess uh cruises on uh crown princess has got some deals from uh, $399, but uh, you know, heading into the first quarter, guys, the, the prices are really really getting up there. Stuart Sheeran is the Cruise Guy. You can find him at cruiseguy.com or uh, follow him on Twitter at cruiseguy. Stuart, thanks so much again. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you. Stuart, the Cruise Guy, will be back with us next week to answer all your cruise-related questions. And if you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Cruise Radio.